Section 28 of the Animal Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chad Horner, Ballyclare. The Animal Storybook. Edited by Andrew Lang. Kenyot Menagerie en Team. In the early part of this century, a little boy of three years old, Philophe Gautier, travelled with his parents from in the south of france to paris he was so small that he could not speak any proper french but talked like the country people and he divided the world into those who spoke like him and were his friends and those who did not and were strangers but though he was only three and a great baby in many ways he loved his home dearly and everything about it and it nearly broke his heart to come away his parents tried to comfort him by giving him the most beautiful chocolates and little cakes and when that failed they tried what drums and trumpets would do but drums and trumpets succeeded no better than cakes and chocolates for the greater part of poor theophile's tears were shed for the dog he had left behind him called cagnot which his father had given away to a friend as he did not think that any dog who had been accustomed to run along the hills and valleys above Tabre could ever make himself happy in Paris. Diouville, however, did not understand this, but cried for Cagnot all day long, and one morning he could bear it no longer. His nurse had put out all his tin soldiers neatly on the table with a little german village surrounded by stiff green trees just in front of them hoping theophile might play at a battle or a siege and she had also placed his fiddle which was painted bright scarlet quite handy so that he might play the trum triumphal march of the victor nothing was of any use as soon as josephine's back was turned theophile three soldiers and village and fiddle out of the window and then prepared to jump after them so that he might take the shortest way back to Tabre and Cagnot. Luckily, just as his foot was on the sill, Josephine came back from the next room and saw what he was about. She rushed after him and caught him by the jacket and then took him on her knee and asked him why he was going to do anything so naughty and dangerous. When Theophile explained that it was Cagnot whom he wanted and must have, and that nobody else mattered at all, Josephine was so afraid he would try to run away again that she told him that if he would only have patience and wait a little, Cagnot would come to him. All day long, Theophile gave Josephine no peace. Every few minutes he came running to his nurse to know if Cagnot had arrived, and he was only quieted when Josephine went out and returned carrying a little dog which in some ways was very like his beloved cagnot theophile was not quite satisfied at first till he remembered that cagnot had travelled a long long way and it was not to be expected that he should look the same dog as when he started so he put aside his doubts and knelt down to give cagnot a great hug of welcome the new cagnot like the old was a lovely black poodle and had excellent manners besides being full of fun he licked theophile on both cheeks and was altogether so friendly that he was ready to eat bread and butter off the same plate 
as his little master. The two got on beautifully, and were perfectly happy for some time, and then gradually Kenyot began to lose his spirits, and instead of jumping and running about the world, he moved slowly, as if he was in pain. He breathed slowly and heavily, and refused to eat anything, and even Théophile could see he was feeling ill. One day Kenyot was lying stretched out on his master's lap, and Théophile was softly stroking his skin, when suddenly his hand caught in what seemed to be string or strong thread. In great surprise, Josephine was at once called to explain the strange matter. She stooped down and peered closely at the dog's skin, then took her scissors and cut the thread. Cagnotte stretched herself, gave a shake and jumped down from Theophile's lap, leaving a sort of black sheepskin behind him. Some wicked men had sewn him up in this coat, so that they might get more money for him, and without it he was not a poodle at all but just an ugly little street dog, without beauty of any kind. After helping to eat Theophile's bread and butter and soup for some weeks, Cagnot began to grow fatter, and his outside skin became too tight for him, and he was nearly suffocated. Once delivered from it, he shook his ears for joy and danced a waltz of his own round the room, not caring a straw how ugly he might be as long as he was comfortable. A very few weeks spent in the society of Cagnot made the memory of Taubre and its mountains grow dim in the mind of Théophile. He learnt French and forgot the way the country people talked, and soon he had become, thanks to Cagnot, such a thorough little Parisian that he would not have understood what his old friend said if one of them had spoken to him. End of section 28 Recording by Chad Horner, Valley Clare